Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversation about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a happier and healthier you. Now here's your host, Randy Boyd. Greetings and welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously. On this episode, we're going to talk about acts of kindness. And let's just be real, guys. Let's just be real. God knows this world right now could use a whole lot of acts of kindness. I mean, it just is like, it seems like anger and hate seems to be running rampant through through the world right now, through our government, through you know, politicians. I mean, it just seems to be everywhere. But it doesn't have to continue. And that doesn't have to spill over into our own personal relationships. It's critical, as a matter of fact, that it doesn't in, it spill over into our own personal relationships. And I think that's what's happening in this world is the enemy, which is Satan. That's what you believe in. I do believe in it. He's the one that's causing this. He wants to cause division among the, 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 the nations, among, among the people. He wants to cause conflict. That's what he loves. He loves chaos. He loves conflict. He knows all of that. But you know what? God doesn't. He doesn't want us to be full of of that kind of hate and rage and anger. I mean, I was for 38 years. I I, I admit to you. I mean, I was full of hate, anger, and rage at my mother and my 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 stepfather and those that had harmed me and abused me. But it doesn't have to be that way anymore. It doesn't have to be that way with you. I know sometimes it seems like people are just like, why are people so mean to me? Why do they keep doing this to me? Well, a lot of times it's because we allow it, allow them to do it to us because we don't know how to stand our, stand our ground. We don't know how to use our voice in a healthy, loving way. But that's okay. I mean, we can learn how to do all this stuff. Colossians 3.12 tells us this. So are those as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, Put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. There's some people in this world, and people run in this world, that do not know what any of those even mean. They don't know how to be that way. They, they're, they're deceptive. They can put on this act like they do, but the reality, reality is they don't. But bringing it back in a personal level in our relationships, our relationships specifically, with our spouse, with our, with our children, you know, if you're not married, then with your girlfriend, with your co, with, with everybody. It doesn't matter. There's a saying in the program, practice the principles in all of your affairs. And this is one of them. To those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart. Your heart can be changed over time. Put on a heart of compassion. Understand where people are coming from. Everybody's got something they're dealing with in this world. Put on, a, put on a, you know, of kindness. Be kind. Humility, gentleness, and patience. These are all qualities of, of, of good spouses. The qualities of God, He displays it all. It can be done. 
and it's a process that we've been carrying around the hate, anger, and rage that a lot of us carry around on a daily basis. And many of us don't even know we're carrying it around. It's just the way I am. If you don't like it, too bad. Well, that's no way to show any kind of uh, kindness. And one of the things that I learned early on in my recovery was to no matter what, no matter what, keep my side of the street clean. My, my mentors told me, Randy, no, no matter what, no matter what the conversation is between you and another person, you always walk away leaving that other person's integrity intact. It doesn't matter that he tore you apart. You don't stoop to his level and do the same thing. And I will tell you that when I was out there running and gunning, I didn't care who you were. I didn't care who you thought you were. I didn't care how big you were. And I didn't care what letters you thought you had before, behind, in front, up, down, around your name. It didn't matter to me. By the time I got done with my tongue, giving you my tongue lashing, you had to reach up to touch bottom. I'm not proud of it, but that's how I was. And I even got to be that way, unfortunately, with my wife. But thank God she's a forgiving woman. This means acting with kindness when you don't really feel like it. That's a hard one. Especially if we've been we're carrying around hurt from our past. A lot of us don't even realize that's where it's all coming from. Something I wasn't really good at, especially with my wife. Especially with my wife. It's like the ones at first, yeah, I was a loving, kind husband, then all the pain caught up to me. We hurt the ones we love the most. Remember that hurt people hurt people, but that doesn't give you the right to hurt back. Hurt them back, I should say. I was building a business. Managing 80 employees, which meant I was wearing several hats during the day and dealt with a fair amount of stress. A fair amount of stress is an understatement. It was more like um, a lot of stress. <laughs> lots and lots of stress. My wife was building her desk as an escrow officer. Being what is known as the best escrow officer here in the Coachella Valley in, in those days. And still, she still is, actually. Um... And because she's also, and I'm quoting what other people say, she's a legend in the business. She was too busy. She was also busy herself. She was also very busy herself. She was dealing with very demanding and very entitled clients, which meant she was under a lot of stress herself. Lots of stress. And these, 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 these demanding and entitled clients... They think that you owe them everything. They think you're the only person. They think they're the only person in the world, and therefore you must bend over backwards and do whatever they say. Whatever. It's it's really sad. Really, really sad what you see out there when you start dealing with people with a lot of money. Oftentimes, when we'd be talking in the evening, she would start telling me about her day. My response was usually something like this: "Really, Kathy? Really? You have no idea what stress is about." until you sit in my chair behind my desk. Try to manage 80 people. Keep working coming in so those people can feed their families and manage hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm sorry, but your job, your job can't really be that hard. Man, what a cold thing to say. What a mean thing to say, because there's, there's nothing that could be farther from the truth. You know, we walk around thinking that it's that self-righteousness and that, you know, you're a woman and you're doing that. You're doing this kind of office job. It can't be that bad. 
Well, better think twice. Because our spouses aren't you. They have their own personality. They deal with things differently than we do. And it doesn't even have to be what my wife was doing. She, they could be doing other things. And to that person, their perception is they're having tough days. They deal with tough people. And that's okay. Sometimes they just need an ear to listen to. So I said, well, really, Randy? Is that really the right thing to say? It was all about me. So self-centered and selfishness at that point. But I can tell you this, is that I did make my amends to my wife 15 years ago. And today, it's, it's completely different. It's nothing like that. There's a process. It takes time because you're, you're redoing old habits. And you're replacing them with these new habits. And they've got to become that habit. They've got to be ingrained in, 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 our, in our neural pathways. So there's a lot of work that has to be done. It just doesn't happen overnight. You can start the process, but you're going to trip because those old voices will come up and somebody gets at you and they're going to tell you to, re to act the way you used to act. you just got to catch yourself. If you trip, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with making, make, you know, tripping. I don't like using the word mistake or, or, or failure. It just To me, it's stupid because how can it be a mistake or a failure if you're still moving forward? we got to look at a, a so-called mistake or a failure. What did we learn from it? Okay? It can't be. It's a teaching moment. They're all teaching moments, right? Sorry, I get off on that one. It's a whole nother, whole nother thing. It's a lot different for women. Even the strongest women. Right? They have their women that they talk to. That's why they can push. That's why a lot of them can seem like they're so strong. Because they have somebody they can go to and discuss their issues with before bringing it home to their spouses. Further my recovery, I learned to take my troubles and my worries to either my mentors or my accountability partner. Yeah, I would go to them. This is what's going on. This is what I don't like. This is what I'm struggling with, right? That way, when I would go home at night, I could leave all my baggage out the door. I could walk in the house and be the attentive husband that I needed to be to Kathy. And again, it was a process. It didn't happen overnight. I mean, a lot of times I tripped. A lot of times I blew it. And it, it was just a process. It was a process. And the, and, the, and the more I did it, the more I saw what worked and didn't work, the more I started to do the things that worked. I can tell you that today I'm there for my wife. I gen genuinely want to know how her day was. I want her to be able to lean on me when she's had a bad day, when she's sad, right? when she's just struggling, when she's tired. I want her to be able to lean on me, just just to let it all go, lean on my shoulder. Generally what happens is, is she comes home from work, and during the day, I, if I talk to her, again, I'm talking men to women right now, but it can be just the opposite. It doesn't matter. It's a spouse to spouse, okay? Generally, I can tell if I talk to her during the day, especially later on in the day, what kind of a day she's been having. But as of late, she's been able to leave her office and whatever's been going on at the office, she's been able to leave it there. And come home, she's been a delight every night. But 
even at that, when she comes home, she might come over and give me a kiss. I just, I just hang out until she's ready. I let her do her thing, let her relax, let her just let the sail, the wind out of her sails for a little bit. And then when we have time, we talk, and I always ask her how her day was. And not to fix her, but just to generally be there for her. I love her more than words can say. So, how do I prove that? By showing her the acts of kindness. Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, it's joy, it's peace, patience, kindness, goodness, fruitfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there are no law. And it took me a while. Because I was a fighter. I always wanted to fight to get to be heard. I always wanted to fight to get my point across. And I've learned that by doing that, all I'm doing is pushing Kathy away, pushing my children away, pushing people away. So I've learned to be able to stop and just walk away from it, from the conversation for the time being. Whatever I have to do, I, I, I do. Whatever I have to do, I'm, I'm going to do. Because my whole goal is to show people actually kind. And again, I'm not a doormat. You cannot mistreat me. Nobody can mistreat me. I don't allow anybody to mistreat me. And, they don't like, and, and, and now that i got my voice and I speak up, man, people don't like it. But I don't allow people to mistreat me. And I will speak up. And I will let them know that, hey, no. This is, this is, I, I do not allow people to treat me this way, talk to me this way. Anybody. I don't, I don't care who you are. You have no right to mistreat me and talk to me in a bad way. If you and I have a, 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 a beef with each other, or you have a beef with me, then like a man, then let's go somewhere quietly and let's talk about it and work it out. I, I Generally, every time that happens, we walk away okay. And I, I have to do the same thing with people. There's people I got. And sometimes what we have to do, the best act of kindness, is just to sit there and be quiet for a while and pray. And you know, so you realize, God, I'm just going to let God take care of this. I can't, I can't control what this person does. I can't control what they say. And if I go say something to them, what's going to be the result? Let God do it. I can't fix Kathy. I can't take her pain away. All I can do is be there for her and love her. And that's the, the ultimate act of kindness. That's all she can do for me. That's all I can do for my children. That's all I can do for the people that I mentor and coach and counsel. That's all anybody can do for me. Too many people are too quick to want to fix people when they can't fix themselves. So, are you keeping your side of the street clean regardless of the person's actions? Regardless of the actions. Now they keep on throwing junk on my side of the street. Sweep it off and keep going. That's their issue, not yours. And that's the hardest thing for people to realize. They're just dumping their issues and their garbage and their toxicity onto you. Hurt people hurt people. They're simple. I'm not saying it's right. You still have to keep your side of the street clean. Are you acting with kindness to your wife, to your husband, to your children? 
your parents, to your pastors, to your friends, to your employees, to your employers. It's balance. You've got to learn how to walk this balance. I promise you, when you do, your life will be a ton better. If you're not acting with kindness, what you can do is you can turn the page right now. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. If you if you woke up this morning and you're having a bad day or bad, whatever it is, and you're taking it out on, on your, your children, you're taking it out on your spouse, you're taking it out on your foot, whatever you're doing, stop. This is a choice now. I'm giving you another choice. Stop. Say, is this really worth hurting everybody else? This is my issue, not theirs. Start your day over. You don't have to continue on the same destructive path you're on just because you started there. Stop. People respect you for it. It's never, ever, ever, ever too late to start over. Never. So this is a this is a journal that I have. Um, we've had our um, couples read together. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. This is a devotional. We've had our couples read together at the end of every devotional. There's some contemplative questions, and they. They'll read it together at night, and then they sit down and they answer these questions. And they might answer them, uh, you know, by themselves. But the goal is answer them by themselves, to how it pertains to them individually. But then come back together and talk about their answers with each other. Or you can just simply read the question out loud. One person can talk about how they how they answer it. The other person. So it's a way to learn how to start communicating a loving. So the first question is, are you acting with kindness toward, towards your co-workers, your friends, your children, and your spouse? It's real simple. It's a yes or no. And if you want to take it further, if the answer is no, and if everybody says yes all the time, I'm going to tell you right out loud, you're lying because there's always somebody that we don't treat with kindness. It happens all the time. If you say no, act that, write down what acts of unkindness you did towards them. Okay? Are you acting selfishly and not caring about how others feel? I have known so many people that say, I don't care how they feel. This is who I am. I'm going to tell them what I think. If they don't like it, it's just too bad. It's their problem, not mine. I don't care how they feel. Well, they're big sissies. They can't take a little you know, constructive criticism. Or, Come on, chill, man. You never know what people are going through. You never know what people are going through. You need to understand that. Okay? No, you need to start caring about how people feel. If you got an issue with somebody, that's fine. But be loving about it. There's scriptures in the Bible. I mean, if, if you're a Christian, or if you're, if, you're, if you're following the Bible, if you believe in the Bible, you read the Bible, and you say you do all this stuff, then start acting like it. Start reading the scriptures and understanding what they mean. These are words that will fulfill your life, that will change your life for the better in ways you won't even be able to understand. I, I guarantee you. I promise you. And I know it's hard because people sometimes are cruel and they're rude to you and they're mean and they say things. It's like, dang, I can't believe they're talking to me that way. That hurts so bad. It's like the Bible says. Throw burning coals on their on their lap when you're kind to them. 
because you act in kindness and love. It's like it's like throwing hot burning coals in my eyes. People can't take it. They don't know how to act. What are you willing to do to start acting with kindness towards others? Well, simple. Well, just write down a list of things that you're willing to do to start. Whatever it is, if it's one thing, I'm going to start working with a coach or a mentor. I, I can't do this by myself, so I'm going to seek that out. Okay, fine. But whatever it is, write it down. It might be a whole list of things. Write them in order. And what action steps? Now, now you got your list. You've got all these things answered. What action steps now are you going to take to make the change? You just can't read about them. You just can't listen to me about them. You just can't write them down. And now it's time to put it in action. The baby steps. We've had a lifetime. We've had a lifetime of behaviors and actions. They're not going to go away overnight. It's ingrained in your neural pathways. It's ingrained in the fiber of your being. It's all you know how to do. For many of us, it was defense mechanisms. Defense mechanisms for many of us. It got us to where we're at today. You've done everything perfectly right in your life up to this point. Everything. Why? Because you're still here. You're listening to me. You could have done one thing differently in your life. One thing differently. You might not be here. You could be dead. be in prison. But what happens is those things quit working. They quit working. And so, like I, I asked everybody, I want you to forget everything you've learned about life, about being a husband and a father, up until now. Just forget it, and let's start with a clean slate. You're not going to forget it forever. It's part of who you are. And we're going to bring out a lot of those things that got you to where you're at. We're going to switch them from a so-called defect into an asset. It can be done. It's real simple. But it's action required. Action required on all of this. It doesn't come by reading books, reading the Bible, and sitting with your hands on your butt in your chair, under your butt in your chair. So my prayer, Lord, I ask that you show me how to start treating those I interact with, with your love, your joy, your peace, your patience, your kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. In Jesus' name, amen. So, if you want to find out more about my um, my life coaching practice, go to changeyourlifestorynow.com. Changeyourlifestorynow.com is right there. Um, check it out. My wife and I do marriage counseling. We've counseled uh, several, several couples. We've had some with divorce papers. Uh, they're walking with divorce papers in their hand, and they walk out. You know, six months, a year later, and they're in love with each other again. Uh, we were pro-marriage. I'm Simba certified. Uh, which, uh, I'm a Simba certified facilitator, which Simba stands for Save Your Marriage Before It Starts. It, it was designed uh, by some Christian therapists over a 21-year period. Uh, it doesn't. It's not religious. It's not. It's not a. Um, it's not a personality test. It, it, it's none of that. Um, it's not a psychological test. It, it's an assessment of your life, and you'll see how you developed who you know the, some of the things you do in life. So you, you and your spouse will each have a better understanding of each other's behaviors. 
it's I, it's hard to explain, but 99.9% accurate with every one of the couples we've done it with. You can all, we also do it with couples that have been married for quite a long time. It, it really opens up some dialogue between them that they didn't realize they needed to be talking about. So we're SIMBA certified, do a lot of marriage counseling. Kathy, my wife, does some wonderful work with women. I work with men in a marriage. We believe that the marriage is, um, we can't work on the marriage if we don't work on, on, we don't work individually on ourselves. So during marriage counseling, we come together, all four of us, and Kathy works with the women, I work with the men. Coaching, I do all sorts of coaching around addictions, around abuse, um, just around life in general. Help you become the better person that you want to be. And then also, if you want to, you can check out our, our foundation, the Courageous Healers Foundation. Um, go to CourageousHealers.org. It's right there. CourageousHealers.org. You can check out what the foundation's doing. We help men and the families heal, for, heal from the scars of sexual abuse. Also work with women, naturally. Um, but in my early recovery, we found out there was not a whole lot of any. There's very few that you can find that deal exclusive, exclusively with men, not exclusively, but mainly with men, but exclusively on the sexual issues, um, sexual abuse issues that, that are, are that stem from being sexually abused. So that's what we do. You can donate to the foundation. We're looking for donations. We're Right now, we're mostly outreach and because we don't have the funds to do what we want to do. So, but we're going to get there. Someday we're going to get there. So you can check that out. Check out what we do there. Also, you can get my books, Healing the Wounded Child Within. You can get that on Amazon. It's on paperback, Kindle, and Audible. You get it all three of those, those platforms. Also, you can get my this devotional, the 30-day devotional to wholeness. It's on Amazon and Kindle, uh, and paperback and Kindle on Amazon. And then the seven-day challenge um, workbook that is a, a small workbook that goes hand-in-hand hand with healing the wounded child. That's also available on Amazon and paperback only. My book, Healing the Wounded Child, will be, um, we're supposed to have a meeting actually tonight on the translation part. Um, she's been, that. Uh, but out here in the Coachella Valley lately, it's been upwards of 124 most of the week. They lost their AC where she's at, so she hasn't been able to work on it and finish it like she thought she would. So we're going to have that meeting next week instead. But hopefully I'll have some more news about when that book's going to be released in the Spanish edition. So, again, there's all the information. Check it all out. See what you think. You can check, watch us on Facebook. Courageous Healers on Facebook, Courageous Healers on Instagram. Uh, also, I have my own Randy Boyd uh, Facebook. So a lot, of, a lot of Courageous Healers Facebook goes back and forth between mine and the Courageous Healers Foundation. So anyways, check those all out. You can also see these. Um, you're watching it right now. So if you're watching this on video, on, on YouTube, it's on YouTube. Please just take a couple seconds, whether you're listening to this on um, Anchor or Spotify or any other platform and and or on YouTube, just take two seconds. It's nothing to do. It doesn't cost you a penny. It helps the foundation. We're trying to get up there. Um, and just click the like and subscribe button. We're not going to flash you with a whole bunch of ads and, and all that kind of stuff. It just, you'll be notified whenever we post a new video or a new, um, a, a new podcast. So, 
simple thing to do. It'll help us a lot. So anyways, hope you all, no matter where you're at, no matter it's morning, noon, or evening, have a great whatever time of day it is where you're at. Hope you're healthy, having a beautiful life. And remember that nobody tells you they love you today. Randy does. But more importantly, that more importantly, God does. Everybody be blessed. And I'll see you on the next episode where we're going to be talking about anger. Thanks for being here today. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. Randy does.